If money affects your life in any way, Money Making Sense will talk about it. Be financially healthy, wealthy, and wise. Here's your host, Heather Kelly. Welcome to Money Making Sense, the show that talks about all things money. Today, we are going to talk about going back to basics. Where do you start if you are struggling to save money, put it away for paying off your mortgage, buying a car, whatever it is? And joining me is the person who got me started on my money journey quest, and that is Dave Ramsey and George Camel, and they are both co-hosts of The Ramsey Show. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having us. All right, Dave Ramsey, I'm going to start with you. In case you're not aware, I had been searching in the early, mid-2000s for a way to pay off a bit of debt I had. I still had a car loan, and I was making less than $27,000 a year, and it was a struggle on that. You know, I had wow. to pay my mortgage, the car payment, and I had credit card debt, and I went looking, all the financial bigwigs, and all of them acted like, well, now just put $100,000 away in your savings so you have it in your, you know, for your retirement. And I'm thinking, I don't even make $100,000. How on earth am I supposed to put that away in my retirement? And nobody was addressing the first issue is you have to have money before you can actually put it away. And you were the first person, Dave, that spoke that language for me and helped me out. So I want to also pass that on to other people. You know, we have a recent survey that found four out of 10 people have zero money in a savings account. So how are we supposed to help? You're right. I mean, what we've specialized in, because I'm just a regular guy from Antioch, Tennessee, has always been putting the cookies on a shelf where everybody can reach them. And too much of the financial world uh, has got its glasses down on the end of its nose and is is kind of uh, preaching at people. Instead, I went broke and my 20s. And so I got the opportunity to start over after having been stupid. So I know what it feels like to be scared and broke. So everything we do at Ramsey is focused on starting with you where you are, not having to, you have to have money to make money. You know, you really don't. What we figured out years and years ago is your most powerful wealth building tool is your income. And so when you can get rid of payments, when you can get rid of the debt, by selling stuff, by working an extra job, by tightening the budget, beans and rice, rice and beans, you get rid of those payments, everything but the house payment pretty quick. You've got some money then. You've got some margin. You've got some wiggle room. And you can use that then to begin to build your emergency fund properly, begin to invest, uh, and even later pay off a house. And we, we've shown people how to do that uh, literally now tens of millions of times over the last 30 years of doing the Ramsey Show. One of the things that really helped me was you have these, they're called baby steps to, to get going, but I never went into a zero balance of my checking account. You know, I was never overdrawn. That's the good news. But I did my budget kind of in my head. I'm like, okay, I know I need this amount for my mortgage and this amount for the car payment and some credit cards, but I never actually went penny by penny where all the money was going. And you were maybe not the first person I heard, but you actually had a worksheet available to me so I could write down, okay, this is how much money you have coming in. And this was all pre-filled in for me, pretty much every category I could ever think of, plus some I hadn't thought of. And then you write out where the money is going. Where are you spending that money? And then you work it out, and you'll find out either, wow, I'm spending way too much in this one category, or, hey, I have leftover money. Now you can figure out where it needs to go. 
Now, there's a power to the detail. Uh, there's a power to writing it out in great detail. And in my early days, I would do financial coaching and sit down with the yellow pad and just we always said, give every dollar a name, give every dollar a mission. And then you can tell if your behaviors are lining up with your goals. You know, this is what I think should happen. Oh, wait a minute. I just went out too many times to eat. Boom, blow the thing up. But at least I've got a baseline. And so nowadays, we, we've even got the probably the world's best budgeting app. It's a very robust budgeting app called Every Dollar. It's free to use. And, uh, George, a lot of people are using that. Oh, yeah. I'm a millennial, and so I forgot how to write on paper, and I am scared of Excel. And so I love using this app because in 10 minutes I can show someone how to go from out of control, overwhelmed, doing 17 things at once, to making a plan. And we recommend zero-based budgeting. That's how Every Dollar works. Your income minus your expenses equals zero. You'll always feel like you got a raise when you did that. Uh, yeah. And because you, they're everyone, no matter how nerdy we are, you're, you were probably very good about doing that in your head. I was too. But when I went from using only my brain to using my pencil and putting it on paper, or in this case, using the app, the efficiency of the dollars went way up. And I kind of had this aha moment like, yeah, Lee, I'm really kind of sloppy. Yeah, and I want to clarify for people if they hear, oh, I have to have a zero budget. If I had $40 left over at the end of the month, which is pretty much all I would have when I first started, you put that $40 toward paying off your debt, and that's where you wind up with the zero budget. You don't necessarily go out and like, oh, I have 40 bucks. Let's go spend it somewhere. No, it's just all we're saying is, and it's not even zero in your checking account. It's just I've got... This much money coming in on this paycheck for this month, and I need to give every one of those dollars an assignment. That's what zero-based means. So after we've worked out that budget, when we've got the zero-based budget, now what do I do? Well, then you begin to say, okay, what is the shortest distance between where I am today and wealth and outrageous generosity. In other words, how can I get my life back? And you start questioning your income. You start questioning your career. Everyone does at this point. And you say, how can I make more money to put in this? Because there's two sides of the equation, the income side and the outgo side. And, of course, it's not just make more money, but, okay, what are the steps? What do we do? And that's the baby steps you were referring to. And that's where we say the first thing we do is get $1,000 in the bank. Then as soon as we've done that, that's a little starter emergency fund. It's not enough, but it's a start. And then we begin to get out of debt using the debt snowball. And that's just where we list our debts smallest to largest, pay minimum payments on everything but the little one, attack the little one with a vengeance, sell so much stuff the kids think they're next, right? Let's, <laughs> let's get this stuff. I mean, amputate the Tahoe. I need my life back. These banks own me, and I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. And you get this anger not at someone, but at the situation, not even at yourself, but at the situation and go, I'm not living like this anymore. Something's got to change. Otherwise, I'm going to end up like everyone else, broke and normal, and I don't want to be that way. And, and so you work your way through that debt. The typical person doing this stuff at the Ramsey Way for the last 30 years is paying off all their debts except their home in, in around 18 to 24 months. Now, again, some people take 30, some people take 36. This is an average, but we're seeing people remarkably pay off amazing amounts of debt in fairly short periods of time. And then they come on the air and do a debt-free scream with us, George. 
Those are super fun. And what's incredible is that we're seeing the younger generations get a hold of this because their parents got a hold of it. Their parents went through Financial Peace University. They're passing these principles on to the kids. And now we're starting to see generations that aren't shackled by student loan debt and credit card payments and car loans. They're realizing that debt freedom is their best path to wealth. Well, George, since you've brought up the millennials, we talk about self-awareness and understanding, like being self-aware of where your money is going. I was talking to some of my coworkers this morning that are in the younger generation, and they said, well, I don't need somebody telling me that I'm already broke. I know that already. So I think maybe we need to change the conversation a bit for these younger people, and I think it might start with the self-awareness. Can you tell me more about that? Absolutely. So self-awareness is key, and a lot of people think they're the exception to the rule, and when they look in the mirror, they don't see very clearly that they're not above the system. They think, well, I'm beating it, and I get some people don't have the self-control. Listen, we're all human. We live in a fallen world. We are all prone to doing stupid stuff. And so that's what I love about the baby steps. It's just a clear plan, and if you do it all in like I did, you will see success with it. But if you go, well, I don't want to do that because that's not me living my truth – well, then you're going to keep wandering in and out of debt your whole life. And so when you submit yourself to a proven plan, it's amazing what happens. You go, oh, I guess I wasn't the smartest guy in the room, and that's okay. This is all part of what you call a smart spender guide. Can you tell us a little bit about SMART, S-M-A-R-T? You have that all capitalized. Absolutely. So this is an acronym I developed just to help people be more intentional with every purchase because we can't control inflation. We can't control the economy. And so we can control our spending. And so asking yourself these five quick questions will help you make better decisions. The S is for self-awareness. Will this add value to my life? Every purchase has got to serve a purpose. It's got to have utility. If you say yes, move on to the M for motive. Am I buying this for the right reason? Is this emotional? Is it retail therapy at 11 o'clock while I'm scrolling Instagram? Are there boundaries and family pressures from friends? And then you go to the A for affordability. Is this in the budget? Can I afford this in cash, in full, today? And if America answered that correctly, we would be $0 in debt. And if you say yes to those three, we move on to the R for research. Is this the best option, retailer, and price? Most purchases are done impulsively without ever doing any of the research. And then we move on to the T for timing. Is now the time to buy it? Are there priorities? Do we have to pay off some debt instead of going on vacation? What is the opportunity cost of this purchase? Can it wait? And if you ask yourself those five questions and it's a resounding yes, you can spend with intentionality instead of impulse. I may not do the first three all the time, your S, M, and A, but I am one of those people that will research something for three and a half months and go through every website and every shopping center I can find to get the cheapest price but the best quality. That's the way to do it. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll still be visiting with George Kemmel and Dave Ramsey. They are both co-hosts of The Ramsey Show. Welcome back to Money Making Sense, the show. If it affects your life in any way, money-wise, we are talking about it. And today, we are starting at the absolute basic. How do you get yourself out of debt if you are in debt? And maybe you don't have a lot of debt at all, just your mortgage, but you're trying to build wealth now with maybe a minimal income. Joining me today to talk about all this is Dave Ramsey. He's the co-host of The Ramsey Show and also George Kemmel, another co-host of The Ramsey Show. Dave, I want to go back to some of your baby steps. It sounds great, the snowball method especially, like, oh, just pay off that smallest debt first. 
let's talk about why that is so important to pay off the smaller debt rather than the highest interest rate. Maybe they're the same. There's a lot of people out there saying, oh, you always want to get rid of the debt with the higher interest rate. But you're saying make sure it's the lowest balance. Exactly. Those of us that are formally trained in the financial world, uh, most of us are good math nerds. And uh, we want to fix everything with math. And it took me a little while when I first started coaching people to realize that math wasn't the problem. If we were doing math, we wouldn't have credit card debt. If we were doing math, we wouldn't have taken out a $750 car payment. If we were doing math, we wouldn't be broke. And uh, so math is not the problem. It's the guy in my mirror. If I can get the guy in my mirror to behave, he can be skinny and rich, but he likes donuts controlling my behavior. Wow. So what we finally discovered, and the big difference maker for the Ramsey movement has, has been that personal finance is 80% behavior. It's only 20% head knowledge. Most people know what to do. Uh, it's just doing it. I, I know how to lose weight. Stay away from the dead gum donuts, Dave. I mean, mm-hmm. come on. I, I know what I've got to do, but I like donuts. So it's this is the problem, and it's the problem with our money as well. And so you cannot attack a behavior-based problem with an intellectual solution. And to pay off the highest interest rate first is intellectually and mathematically correct, but it was the problem wasn't formed by doing math. Again, the problem wasn't formed by an intellectual issue. It was formed by a behavior problem. So how do you solve a behavior-based problem with a behavior-based solution? And that's that snowball. And that's why when MIT did a study of the Ramsey debt snowball, it found that the so-called debt avalanche paying off the highest interest rate first didn't work as often as paying off the smallest balance. Why? Because when we pay off the smallest balance, we have a little woohoo moment. You know, hey, I did something here. I, I got on a plan. I actually am telling my money what to do. I'm not a victim of math. I'm not a victim of money. I'm taking control. Roar. I'm stepping mm-hmm. in here, right? And I knocked out that little car- credit card, and I cut that thing up, and it's gone. And it's been bothering me for five years. And, and, you, and then you get a little fired up, and then you get the next one, and then you get the next one. And then you reach over and pay off the car. Now you're telling all the neighbors, hey, guys, look at this. This is working. Your excitement level goes up because your hope goes up because probably for the first time in your life, you're actually getting control of money and making the money behave and starting to win. And all of that comes together to, again, turn the behavior into a positive situation. And, George, we see people really getting fired up. Yeah, and I lived this out. Uh, Back in 2013, I started on that debt-free journey and paid off $40,000 in consumer debt in 18 months. And it was sacrifice, but it was addictive, too, because you can see the light at the end of the tunnel. And I was going, hey, I'm going to go out and drive for Uber and lift a little more. Hey, I'm going to research what's on sale at the grocery store and eat on a budget and not go out. And so doing all of that really is so much more motivating than just seeing math on paper and going, well, I could save a few bucks if I did the debt avalanche method. Yeah, I want to give my example as well. Again, I was only making $27,000 a year when I found your program, and I had about 40 or $50 left over every month from my income. So I used that extra $40 to pay off my credit card, which was the lower balance from my car loan. And that one took me about nine months to pay off completely. And then I took the the minimum balance of the credit card 
that I would have to pay plus the $40 additional and added that money to the car loan. So that's when you say the snowball method. That's what it means. You, you put any extra money you have toward one payment and then once that is paid off, then you take all of that money that was for that one payment and apply that to the next highest payment. And every time the snowball rolls over, it picks up more snow. Yeah. And so it does. It, it's when you talk about that it's a behavior-based solution, my behavior totally changed in learning that. I learned that I got excited when stuff got paid off. If I'd been just trying to pay off the highest interest rate, it would have taken me a lot longer and I probably would have gotten discouraged along the way and in the meantime just thrown on some more stuff onto that credit card, which then acquired a bigger balance. Exactly. The data tells us that's why it doesn't work. Is it does it's not that it doesn't work because it's mathematically incorrect. It doesn't work because people quit. Yeah, they get discouraged because they don't see results. They don't see their debt diminishing. Exactly. You gotta see a light at the end of the tunnel that's not an oncoming train. Hopefully people understand that's what that snowball method is. Now, once I get rid of that debt, I had been paying about $200 a month toward the credit card and the car payment. Now I have $200 a month that isn't going to debt. I can spend it. I Hopefully I wasn't spending more. But now all of a sudden I have $200 extra in my budget I'm still making only $27,000 a year, but let me tell you, that extra $200 a month after I paid off, and for me, it was about 20 months to do all of that, I felt very, very rich. You know, and what's what's weird is the math tells us that if you're a young person doing that, let, let's say that you were in your 20s and that when you were telling that story as an example, and if you took $200 a month and you never got a raise which would be kind of ridiculous, but let's just, just extrapolate that. If you did only $200 a month and you put it in a Roth IRA and good growth stock mutual funds and your 401k at work or your a personal Roth IRA, that's going to be hundreds of thousands of dollars at retirement. And that's someone in today's world, if you took 27000 I mean, average household income today is a little over seventy. And so that would put you in the lower end of the lower income brackets demographically in America, and you can still retire with mm -hmm. dignity. Yeah, if you start early enough. <laughs> exactly. What I learned from doing that and feeling very free, as you said, when all that money isn't going somewhere else that I will never see again, it was a very freeing feeling. So now all I have is my mortgage, but I am putting all that extra money into, as you said, a Roth IRA. I've added more money to my 401k from my paycheck. And so I feel I will be set up for retirement. I suspect you will. <laughs> I hope so. All right, we're going to take one more break. When we come back, we'll go into some of the books people can get to learn more and also your websites. So we'll be right back with George Kemmel and Dave Ramsey. They are the co-hosts of The Ramsey Show. Welcome back to Money Making Sense, the show that talks about all things money. Today, we are talking about the bare basics of how you get yourself out of debt if you're in it and increase your wealth for retirement because that's the goal. It doesn't matter what age you retire, you need to have enough money to carry you through. So joining me today is Dave Ramsey and George Kemmel. They are the co-hosts of The Ramsey Show. We have gone over your very first steps, how you do the snowball debt removal. We've sort of breezed over it. Where is it that people can go 
to have an actual course and learn these behaviors and do it over and over again until they feel comfortable with it, George. Absolutely. So for decades now, we've had a course called Financial Peace University. This is our flagship money course. It's the same course I went through in 2013 that really unveiled this kind of toxic money culture and broke down all of these myths that I'd come to believe and helped me to have some confidence in the future that I could take control of my money. And so it's nine courses. You can do it online. You can do it in person in a local group. And it is so helpful just to have that financial literacy that we all wish we had when we were in high school now. And it better late than never. And so this will teach you exactly how to get out of debt, what you need to know about investing and insurance and mortgages to help you do things the right way. Because there's so many voices. There's social media, financial advice all over. Your broke brother-in-law is giving you advice. And we're just here to tell you the truth and show you the proven plan. And so... You can get started at RamseySolutions.com slash peace and get started with that Financial Peace University class. Okay, now I have to ask because it sounds like you're talking about a university course here. Like how much money am I going to have to dole out for you to teach me how to not spend my money? It's not a university. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's nine lessons. George and Rachel Cruz and uh, Dr. John Deloney and I teaching the different lessons and it's the class you should have been taught in high school, but most people weren't. And uh, so that that's what it is. We've had 10 million people now go through the class. It's only $79. So it's it's really not. It's the cost of what, peop- what a lot of people spend on pizza on Friday night, honestly. And the thing is here, if you don't put new information in your brain, you're going to keep doing exactly what you've been doing. And if you keep doing the same thing over and over again and expect a different result, that's the definition of insanity. So whether it's financial peace or something else, you have to do something different to end up in a different place than you started. And so if you're broke, if you're struggling, I've been there. And people call us every day on the show that are broke and struggling. And we we never are hard on somebody just for being broke. You know, we'll get up in your face if you continue to do the dumb things that cause you to be broke because we love you and we want you to win. And so that's the conversation, whether you're a millennial, whether you're a Gen Z, whether you're an old baby boomer like me, you just can't keep doing the same stuff over and over. So you have to put new stuff in your brain. And that's the conversation. The conversation is not uh, shaming someone for having done dumb things. I've done them too. I did stupid zeros on the end. I've got a PhD in DUMB. The conversation is always quit doing the things that are causing the damage, change direction, and that requires new information. And so that's what this is all about. And the course, isn't it, once you take the course, don't you get lifetime encouragement and help? Well, you can plug into the Every Dollar app, and uh, it's an ongoing subscription at that point. And, yeah, you're going to be plugged into everything as an ongoing process. It's not a lifetime membership for $79 for that. But if you get plugged into the and start using the Every Dollar budget and you want to keep that rolling, it plugs into your bank. That's what most people end up doing. Then they do have access. Now, I have to play devil's advocate here because the me from almost 20 years ago now, I only had $40 a month left over. I could not have afforded Financial Peace University. I don't have the $79 to give you. So how do you talk to those people that are truly broken in that situation, but they need help? If you're in that situation, you don't go through Financial Peace. I don't think it's for you right now. But what you can do is access a lot of the same information on YouTube. You can access our podcasts are completely free. We do 15 hours of uh, podcasting on the Ramsey Show alone. George has his own YouTube channel. Uh, Rachel and George do Smart Money Happy Hour. 
Hour. It's a massively popular podcast. All of that's 100% free. You can use the Every Dollar app. It's 100% free. So you definitely can get started and get the margin. And then if you want to, you know, if you want to put it into a higher gear, then you would step into the class. But if you've only got $40 to your name, I wouldn't recommend you do it. George? You can also go to your local library and check out the Total Money Makeover. We just want to help as many people as possible. If you don't have the 10 or 20 bucks to even spend on the book, we want to help you, which is why most of our material is completely free. And there's nothing more fulfilling than getting to meet the people on the other end who come to our lobby. They do the debt-free scream. They're from all walks of life. And the, the common denominator is that they realized they needed the help. And so if that's you out there, you're going, well, this is for broke people. No, this is for human beings who want to build wealth, and they're sick and tired of the money traps that are out there. They're tired of this culture. They're tired of all the noise coming at them, and they just want a clear, proven plan. For those in the audience, I do have several books of the Total Money Makeover that if you send me a comment, tell me where you are in your journey. I've got three books available. I will mail those out to you, so you can email me at h. Kelly, K-E-L-L-Y, at KSL.com. And the first three people to do that will get the book. Any last thoughts, Dave and George? I would just encourage people to tune into everything we're doing, all of those free shows that Dave mentioned, my new YouTube channel. I'm really trying to bring some humor and levity to all of the money conversations because it, it is intimidating. And so we want to make it more accessible for people to talk about it and actually cause them to change their behavior and have that paradigm shift where they realize the system is not meant to help me. And if you follow the trends, you're going to fall for the traps. And if you rise above it, you will have more wealth, more freedom, more joy, more margin, more generosity in your life than ever before. In 30 years of doing this, I've walked with literally millions of people through their process, whether it be as a radio listener or a podcast listener or going through Financial Peace University, book reader, whatever it is. And, and the thing that I have discovered is that, that the people that think they can't won't. And the ones that think they can, regardless of what their starting point is, regardless of their demographic, regardless of their sex or racial makeup, whatever it is that people think it is that hold them back, it doesn't. The only thing that holds you back is you don't think you can. So hope is more powerful than about anything out there. And I've just seen... I've seen people come from any situation that you could possibly describe and claw their way out and claw their way up and fight and win, and I know it can be done. And so if you're out there listening and you don't think it can be done, yes, it can. And you can and should get control of this area of your life and go win. And if you do want more information on that, again, it's RamseySolutions.com slash peace and you can learn more about financial peace universe is taught in every city across the u.s oh yeah yeah there's uh thousands of classes going at any given time all over the u.s and now we've got virtual classes where people get into the virtual small groups and do it online as well the trick is to be in with someone else and uh, to be in a group and, and for accountability and for encouragement, again, because sometimes you've got a young person or a person that's at a, a $27,000 income and you've got someone sitting across the room virtually or, or in person that says, hey, I was there a few years ago. And they can reach over and give you real life encouragement, put their arm around you metaphorically or literally and, and say, you can do this. And the power of humans, you know, turns out is not good for man to be alone. For, for humans to be around each other in the process of behavior change is absolutely a necessity.
thank you so much again to my guests, Dave Ramsey and George Kemmel. You are both co-hosts of The Ramsey Show. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Thanks for listening. You can email me with any questions or topics you want to hear about at hkelly at ksl.com. That's h-k-e-l-l-y at ksl.com. And because this is Money Making Sense, you can subscribe for free on Spotify, Overcast, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast, and you'll never miss another episode. Thanks for being a Money Making Sense listener. Follow your common sense on the social media. Money Making Sense on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.